welcome back to totally different good morning yes it is morning here we are recording on thursday at 9 a.m because i have to go back to cleveland this weekend Boo. yeah and so we can't record on our usual saturday before we release on saturday so this is for y'all yeah but honestly i'm over Devin because she's playing <laughs> for real and also pre-warning i'm like sniffy in the morning so Same. i might be like even if I even if I try and turn around and sniff, y'all still gonna hear it. Like yeah. that's the thing. So yeah, since this is a morning early podcast, we are bringing the heat as much as we can, but we will see how it turns out. And that's on period. That's on period. Also, thank you to everyone who listened. We put the podcast Woo-hoo. on blast on our socials, and we got so many immediate responses and positive feedback. I know I think people last time, but it was crazy. Like in one night we had like thirty people listening and that was crazy. I don't know. <laughs> we are like small, but it still feels like that's incredible. Yeah, um, it was like, what am I what are we gonna do with this fame? Like <laughs> I'm like, girl, don't get you know it's our grandma's exactly. life. <laughs> and it's all of our immediate family, period. period. But yeah. still, it's fun. Um, so I'm gonna let you guys in on a secret. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Are you ready, Devin? Sure. Devin and I are black. <laughs> we are very much black. If you did not know, we are of African American descent. <laughs> um, yes. So as black, even black women on campus, um, well, that's, I guess that's kind of, yeah, that's our topic of today. So we know we've been promising race as a whole, uh, but we have... <laughs> Narrowed it down to being black at a PWI. Devin, why are you giving them the other secret I was going to tell oh. them? <laughs> Holly. Okay. Well, we announced last time we go to a PWI. <laughs> so the other secret is that we go to a PWI, which if you do not know, that means, Devin, educate the folk. Predominantly white institution. Yes. So that means everybody and their brother is of Caucasian descent. Yes. Um, from the land of Caucasus. So that is wild and it comes with a lot of different things. Yes. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get into it. Uh yeah. So let's talk about first uh the amount of people of color or black people that are in our majors. So we're gonna get into the statistics. Well not statistics, it's like that we've seen visually as students of oh, color. Oh, I wanted to get campus. into the statistics. You got some statistics to get into? Sis, you always know the statistics. Well, I know the stat that we are the whitest college the. slash university. No, we are the whitest school. I think he included high schools in the state of Ohio. So it's mad white down here in Little Athens County, everywhere. Ohio. Uh, snow it's everywhere. always snowing. Uh, so that's the only stat I got, and that was from uh, Housing Residence Life, okay? <laughs> because we are RAs. Yeah, we also are RAs, so we also get to see and be around residents who are mostly white. <laughs> I have, I shockingly have one student of color on my floor. Only one? Yeah, it's one black boy. Oh, that's a lie. I have one, like, American black boy, and then I have one, like, from Africa black boy. <laughs> you said straight from the motherland. <laughs> straight from the motherland. Plays soccer every night. Like, straight. <laughs> that's a stereotype. No, he legitimately plays soccer every <laughs> night. Like, I see him come back with his soccer ball, and I'm like, hey, how was the game today? And he's like, quit. <laughs> bro dude was staring hard the other yeah. day um, and Devin was like he's, he's foreign like it's a, I'm like Devin 
we what don't we strive for equality <laughs> hold him up to the same standard well, no, but I, so i'm in this cross-cultural management class and we've been talking about how different cultures have different things they do out of respect or whatever so i'm now like do you and i'm gonna just flow with it so if he <laughs> wants to stare at me every time he comes by i'm like hello nice to see you have a nice day and that's how he rolls like when we first got here he was an early moving because he's from from a different country and he will always say good morning and good night, and night to me like that was just kind of like Aww. his respect for me as his ra and so i was like oh like good morning good night you know whatever i think people do that anyways though i don't know i feel a lot of other students don't i feel like he legitimately thinks like, i think he he's has just to. kind maybe that too <laughs> because like i don't know if that's a culture thing let us know is yeah. that a culture thing like yeah, leave it in the comments below. We don't even have comments. We do have comments. We have oh, a couple okay. comments. But leave a comment if that's like a culture difference to be, to like say good morning, good night. To be very like polite if you're, Af- or very like eye contact polite if you're of African descent. I don't know what country he's from. I just know he's African. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> which that just brings me to a very irritating thought. <laughs> so. We the other day some oh my god students I know what talking about. <laughs> were walking down no I wasn't even gonna say that one. oh yeah. I thought okay so this is a whole different story that also I know about yeah so <laughs> the other day some students um, were walking down um, this hill that we have called Morton Hill and it was like at a it was at nighttime so you know usually that's when the drunk children of america are <laughs> you know coming home and i'm just coming back from like devin's room just yeah. living my life <laughs> um uh trying to get to gammersfelder gammersfelder right so i'm just walking by and all of a sudden i hear no man you gotta drink the rest of your water and then he was like why and he's like because africa will want it like you know africa will want that water africa and I'm like, you stupid, <laughs> privileged, white individuals. Do you not even understand that Africa is a whole continent? <laughs> like, I'm confused. Like, may, certain parts may want it. And also, what are you going to do? Ship his jug of water to Africa? Like, and that, okay, that low-key used to piss me off when I was a little kid. My parents used to be like, finish your food. A child in Africa would love that food. I used to be like, so are we going to ship my plate <laughs> all the way to Africa? But also... There's people in Africa that have way more money than you. There are people in other countries other than Africa who also are without water. There are people in Flint, Michigan, (laughs) in the U.S. (laughs) who are without clean water as we speak. And people think that's over because we aren't talking about it anymore. But that is still a very serious thing. Period. Period. And they were like, Africa. I'm like, I'm so confused. Like, here's the thing. I... See, when we talk about race, because Devin and I talk about this a lot. Yeah. Um, I am just like, okay, we have the cool, woke, like, understand what's going on around them, understand their privilege. Agree white that people. white people who wokey suck. Right. The white people that we are around. Right. They're great. Love them. Then friends we, with them. Friends with them. Go to class with them. Go to class with them. Love them and that. Eat with them. Yeah. Socialize with them. On staff with them. <laughs> we love them. We love them. Um, then we have the white people who are cool, but they have a lot of ignorance. And so you find yourself either being like, I want to be my friend, so I'm going to take the time to educate you. Or you're like, keep that ignorance to yourself and I'm over it. Correct. They're like the middle ground of white people on campus. Yeah. And then you have just a straight up, don't care, 
mad racist, don't want to change, living a best life down here in, in Athens County. And make America great again hats, yeah. Confederate flag hats. Like ride their dump truck, like everything. You picture America, you get it in Athens County. The president County. of the KKK club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't, what's the uh, other version, like the college campus version? It's like another... They have a different name the for KKK themselves. Is this, they have a different name for themselves, but they're basically the KKK. The Republican Club? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're called something like the boys of something or I don't remember. I'm sorry, y'all. If you're a Republican, I don't think you're part of the KKK. None of my business. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Let's get off politics. Um, back to being black on campus. Um, no, yeah. So I'm an accounting major. And so it was so funny because yesterday they were like, uh, I was in class, my cross-cultural class. Even though my professor tried to play me about race yesterday, but that's, <laughs> I'm not about to get into that. Jessica knows it was just a mess. But anyway, we were talking about, oh, like, what are some stereotypes? And somebody's like, well, Asians are smart is a stereotype, and then or they're good at math. And they were like, okay, okay what majors do Asian people usually get into? And somebody was like, accounting. And I was like, <laughs> as someone who's a part of the accounting, <laughs> the accounting uh, major on campus, I have not seen a lick of an Asian. Right. Then, well, my one of my good friends, she's Asian, so... Wow, she's the one and only Asian I've literally <laughs> seen in all of our accounting classes. But they're like, numbers? Asian! Yeah, and it's like, yeah, and like, I, well, according to stereotypes, I should I should be a full volleyball player. I shouldn't even volleyball. be in accounting. They were saying, like, black people are usually athletes on campus. Okay, but I'm like, volleyball? I don't know. I don't. What other sports you are You was in the volleyball club. No, I wasn't. Well, I was in volleyball class. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go volleyball class for extra credit. Um, I needed one more, one more credit. Come to class. I went. I went to volleyball. I didn't go to exercise and conditioning, but I went to volleyball. <laughs> um, but yeah. So they. But so yeah. It's I'm black in the. I'm uh, black in accounting. My other friend's Asian, and I'm pretty sure everybody else is white. Correct. I mean, maybe they're like some sprinkles of like my mom's Hispanic, and so I look white, but I'm Hispanic in my classes. <laughs> But I have not seen anybody of visible color in my classes other than me and my good friend who's Asian. Can we just talk about the use of the N-word on this campus, please? Be- so okay. we have a story time. Get your popcorn. <laughs> so I live in Tanaka, which is a really nice dorm here on campus, um, which usually uh. means... It is, period. Um, which usually, <laughs> but all, my point is usually because it's so nice, um, there's privilege. Yeah, so that a lot comes of being able to afford rich. the nice dorm. Right. Because there's like sophomores in there, so it's not even like, oh, I have enough credits or whatever. No. It's like literally privilege and money that got them into the dorms. Some, some of them. Some of them some might of have just them. been like randomly placed, but some of them, it's definitely privilege. And it's brand new, brand new. They literally, new they, built, they built it and were finished with it, I think, our sophomore year. Like, it was mad nice. So, anyway, um, me, Jessica, and one of our other friends, who was black, were walking down the hallway. And this group of white kids were also walking down the hallway. And we are like, minding our business. As one does. As one does. About to walk to my room, chill, hang out, you know, girls' night, whatever. And we hear this white girl say, bless you. you we hear this that? white girl say, um, yeah, you hear that. Bless Cut you. that out. Okay. <laughs> and we hear this white girl say, yeah, and he was like, some, some with my niggas. And we were like, what? Shook. And like, shook. all Cookie of us, like all of our first instinct was freeze. Instead, you know, fight, flight, freeze. All of our first one was freeze. So we were just so shook it. And then the white boys who were with her, like, realized 
that she had set that around us and they started moving a little faster right and then she was like i mean i like i heard her she was like tried to use i mean i said blah, blah, yeah blah. yeah and then so they booked it they booked it like to, booker t and so i live like maybe like a one too many walk from Nelson. They got there in 30 seconds. Like yeah. they were trying to get out of the situation. And that was honestly the first time I ever heard someone say the N word. I've seen it written everywhere. I've seen like all this racist stuff, but I've never heard someone legitimately say that around my presence on campus. And that was wild. And that wasn't like my first rodeo because like yeah. last year, as an RA, you encounter a lot of different residents. Mm-hmm. They're wild. And yeah. You have to not show favoritism. You can't let them know that you dislike them. Yeah. And one of my residents, let's call him Benjamin. Okay, Benjamin. Benjamin was wild. The entire year. He was on a lot of crackhead activities. (laughs) Period. He was just crazy. Mm -hmm. And so one day, we are all in the mod chilling, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And so another boy was like, Look at your shoes. Look at your uh, look at your everything. Blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. he's like, uh, blah blah blah, nigga. Blah blah blah. And I was, and we all said, uh, in a room full of people, room full of black people, because black I people. Live, well, there's also this one girl who's like super woke. She's white too. But right. there was like a lot of people in the room, and including people of color. And he just said that word, right? And like because. I lived in what they call Dirty South. Uh, What complex? (laughs) And (laughs) that basically is the ghetto, the, (laughs) like, they all. It's the oldest dorms on campus, and it's way in the back of campus, and most people, it's all mod style, too, which means, like, people have individual rooms plus common areas, and most people hang out in those common areas. Yeah, and also something about back south is that, because it's primarily singles and it's for um, upperclassmen, there are a lot of black students back yeah. there, um, which is problematic, but I digress. And the gays are back there. Also, we have a LGBT dorm He's back there. In, yeah, so they put everybody of color and who is gay in the back. Yeah. Let's not <laughs> speak on that. Anyways, <laughs> so, yeah, so the fact that he said this <clears throat> over there was, like, crazy. Yeah, and everybody broke their neck, and that was a, that was the first time I heard mm-hmm. like. But I'm like the audacity. Yeah, the yeah. It's not like. First of all, I have never understood why people would want to say that word. Like, I get people are like, "Well, it's not fair. It's in rap songs. You guys say it. Why can't? Why are you restraining me from saying one word in English language? It's quote unquote just a word. Like, no, it is a long history to that word. We have reclaimed the word as a people. With a different, which is debatable with a lot of people re- as well. Yeah, some people don't. Yeah, some older people don't even use it. They don't want to use it because they know the depth, be- the depth behind the word, and also it's kind of like not a full re- rec- reclaiming of the word. We've changed the word a little bit to make it more friendly, quote unquote. But it's like, why would you want to even say something that you know has that kind of history? It's like trying to say derogatory terms to Jewish people after the Holocaust. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, why would you want to be yeah. so negative? Even if nowadays it's quote unquote popularized or familiarized within our culture, like yeah, but do you see who's saying it? People who are black, not even of color, people who are black, and we just want to say or want to use the word. But I know plenty of people who are uncomfortable using that right. word, and I know um people like who are white who are like I have never had an inkling to even use that word. Like I don't know why people who are also white have the need or want to even use a word that has so much history behind it, and it's like. 
you said the audacity for you to walk around these streets like even if you are think you're quote unquote surrounded by white people to be saying that word period like it doesn't make it okay because you're around white people it's still a bad word and like i feel like it should show that if even the people that it would be okay to say it are like weary about saying it and like for a lot of people bless you y'all <laughs> this is crazy okay um and for a lot of people um it's not in our everyday vernacular like yeah. we don't just go around well a lot of some black people, people do don't just go around saying it yeah. like in the workplace like it's yeah you not... yeah and it's and that's it's, it's so funny i was actually reading something the other day and somebody was like y'all they know i'm black and it was like an actual black guy and he was talking about being in the office and so he's ended up slipping up and saying the n-word and the whole room got quiet and he was like oh my gosh like i didn't even mean it, it just slipped da, 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 da. but it is one of those things where it's like ooh, like we, it's not like playful language to use but i feel like black people we know how to read the room that too so like i am literally the most annoying person that has ever faced this earth because i'm about to mention this again i went on a summer mission it's okay <laughs> okay because <laughs> i feel like you were about to talk about um being a like mentioning christianity all the time oh no you're fine okay so anyways um so yeah i went on this chicago summer mission which was all black Oh, sorry. All white. All white. Wow. <laughs> okay, yeah. You wish it was all black. Right. It was all white. It was just me and another black girl. Um, and we stuck together. But we loved everybody. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I looked at my friend and I was like, I literally have not said the N-word one time mm-hmm. while I was here. Like, and it was ten weeks. Like I had not said it yeah. at all. Um, which I just for I don't know. I'm not even, I don't even think that I would, even, like, now that I'm out, like, like, I'm not in Chicago anymore, like, I don't feel so inclined to, like, say yeah. it all the time, because I just, I don't, I don't know. It's yeah, just, and it's, it's, yeah, I, yeah, I don't use it um, unless I am around people of color, but even then, I'm not, like, every other word, every other sentence, yeah. like, using it. It's all, it's like, okay, if I'm rapping or singing, maybe I'll use it, because I can, like, because <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, because it was actually really funny. So I don't know if people know the song Freaky Friday by oh, Lil Dicky. Oh, yeah. But in the song, uh, Chris, like, he's supposed to be a white man and Chris Brown was a black man. And he gets to say the N-word, so he uses it, like, probably 20, 20 times, times in a row. Yeah. And I was at a white party, and oh. that song came on. <laughs> and everybody was like, looking mm, up on that. Mm, mm, on and that. then I was like, eh, eh, eh. Like, right. said, it, said it all 20 times. And the whole party just busts out laughing because I was the only person black who was there. And so I could say the word. So that's kind of like a funny moment and a funny time to be able to use it. But it's like... Again, I don't walk around like, what's up, my end? Like, hey, how's it going? Like, just dropping the word all over the place. Like, it's not ever that deep. And so it's funny because, like, as black people, we don't even care about using the word all the time. Like, we yes, we have the quote-unquote privilege to use it, but we don't use it. Whereas white people are begging to yeah. use it and want that pass. And I'm like, I'm thinking, like, is there a word that, like, we can't, there's not really a word that, and like. We can't use. I mean, there's, nowadays, we can't say the R word. We can't say uh, the F you word. You shouldn't say You it. shouldn't say these words. Um, but it's again not as and if you don't know what the R word is, it's like a derogatory word, word for people with um disabilities. Yeah, with like autism and things like that. And also the F word is the derogatory term toward people who are gay. Um and Which so I've heard that people in the LGBT community are some, reclaiming that word. Are reclaiming yeah. that word as well. I mean, well, queer was also like a derogatory but really? they, yeah. Queer was way derogatory back in the day. And now queer is reclaimed, it's actually people identify as queer. Right. Um, but that the F word is kind of like 
you like I had friend I have a gay friend who says I have a gay friend who does not say it like literally it's very selective um but at some point we wouldn't even have been saying r and f word we would have been just saying the words themselves and then the only thing that was a quote word is the n-word and so I think it's one of those things where like we're slowly getting to the point where we're acknowledging that there are some words in certain communities that are not okay to say and I right. think that's great because now we aren't making people uncomfortable we aren't being derogatory and we're getting toward a better place where we understand people's identities yeah and I just think that like I don't know it's again like reading the room yeah um because if like it well i mean you never know like who is in the room because it's like yeah if say somebody wants to use the r word which i don't understand why you would do that yeah. like to me that's just so you literally are dumb to me <laughs> if you're just like saying that all the time but like yeah um somebody's family member could have a disability like somebody in the room that you don't even know and you're just like trying to be cute like trying to be funny funny, and it's like no baby like you got to stop and that's the that like brings us to like the privilege here is like so just thinking that you can do things that you cannot because you are of caucasian descent and that you are surrounded by your peers who are who look like you and act like you and who have similar values as you and so it, it's mad annoying, especially when they don't recognize the privilege that they have and they're just like using it to their quote unquote advantage every day in classes and things like that. And even now I realize more about like the privilege that they have and then they're starting to recognize it. But then they want like the only black person in the class to educate the whole class. Yeah. Like, like, well, actually, let's get into that before we get into privilege real quick. So I... So as okay, so tell me if you agree with this. I feel like since I am, am one of the only black people, or am the only black people person in class, even if the teacher doesn't like, okay, you're talking about black people. Let's look at Devin. Like even if they don't make it about me, I have this urge to like speak up about the black community. I don't know if that's just me. Yeah, that's just you. <laughs> no, <laughs> come at me. No, um, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I could see that, but like for me, I'm just kind of like. No, like I, I can't speak for the whole black community. True, and also leave me alone. Like, what if I'm having a bad day? True. Like, I don't feel like getting on my soapbox and giving a whole presentation on how black people feel, think, and and I feel like if that's not my job, that like too. literally educate yourself. But like, I feel like maybe if I feel so inclined that day, but if I don't, leave me alone. Like, yeah, and that's yeah. just how I feel. Or it's like annoying i guess i'm breaking up tomorrow yesterday's class so i'm in a cross-cultural management class and yesterday i tried to i pissed about this y'all i'm not pissed but it just felt (laughs) like i was using my knowledge of black people and privilege and white privilege and things like that in class and my professor just was not having it like she kept trying to be like well if you were white and you were in africa like she just kept trying to bring up other examples that made it like race is not the only thing that was an issue which I can totally agree with that. I can totally understand that. But it just felt like a shutdown instead of being like that and. It felt like that, never mind this thing. I don't know. It just felt weird. But it's like. Y'all, she was a person of color too. Yeah. Well, she doesn't even think she's a person of color. Really? She's, she's North African and French. What's So where in North Africa? I don't know. Oh. But North African and French. But she's of color. But she. I mean, she told us day one yeah. that she is tan. But she never knew she was a person of color until she got to America and she was tanning people calling her a person of color. And so she was like, I guess I am, but I don't claim that. But oh. she's getting, she, again, she's not from here. And I don't think she technically probably had any ill will, but I was just like, 
you know, trying to throw my black knowledge out there. And she was like, psych. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let me just stop talking about race and sit my butt down. But I'm used to that because I was like, I've taken previous cultural classes and there's been white kids in there who are like, I don't understand why people, people don't just suck it up. I don't understand why people don't just pick themselves up by their bootstraps. Why is everybody so upset? People with dreads are dirty. Like all these <laughs> random things that are just like totally ignorant. And I've had totally to be, different. <laughs> and so, and people acted totally different in class. And I've had to be like, excuse me, sir. As a person of color or as a black person, you're incorrect. Like, yeah. So I, I'm, I guess I'm used to it because I've had to defend my people before. Because some people are just told, like yesterday, some people were talking about African American people in class, and they were very correct, and I kept my mouth shut. But when you're <laughs> just blatantly wrong or blatantly ignorant about it or blatantly just de- de- being derogatory toward my people, then I'm gonna be like, excuse me, uh, <laughs> I have something to say. I have something to say. Um. So transitioning into another topic inside Mm -hmm. of the school so because we go to a pwi Mm -hmm. and because we have less than five percent black people here Mm -hmm. we all tend to congregate yes and we have the black community here they call themselves black ohio correct and it is large enough to where it seems as if it's just one community but also small enough that other people don't really recognize that it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have like our own events. We have our own like we have like Black Student Union, BSCPB, which is like Black Student Board of something. But they put on a lot of events for Black students on campus. Right, and a lot of different schools have those types yeah, of things. Yeah. But like, I guess it's really big here because of the like lack of black people black people on campus so right so there's a lot of sense of pride to be in the black community mm-hmm. for a lot of people mm-hmm. and um yeah and ooh, <laughs> and can't relate right <laughs> <laughs> she was like how do i transition into this nicely no can't relate so, okay Devin, calm okay. down <laughs> so okay let's, let's let's get into this let's get into this so i'll let jessica start thanks <laughs> so a lot of people, including myself, would say that, <laughs> that I'm laughing because I'm like, now I'm thinking, like, who could be listening to this? It's fine. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, so a lot of people in the black community would say that it can be very clicky. Mm-hmm. It can be very clicky, and if they don't know you, and you're not, like, a recognizable face, and you're not new, then you're just irrelevant yeah and like you'll go to these functions and mm-hmm. usually like some of the guys will say hi to you but it's like are you saying hi to me because you i'm a black female or because you actually, actually went... know who i am right so um so there's a lot of that and it to me it's like with any other thing like if there's clicks like you tend to just not want you don't feel very welcome mm-hmm. and so Devin. And I come from two different backgrounds, mm-hmm. so it's di- we have different experiences with the black community here. But like, I was raised primarily around black people. I went mm-hmm. to an all black school. Like, mm-hmm. that's just what I know. Um, but I've always been considered incredibly white. Um, people are just like, "Oh, you talk white. You're white," <laughs> and that's always been really irritating to me. And I never really liked that. Um, but. I don't necessarily get that here, but I don't also feel, like, totally in, like, 
the black community here as well because I don't, like, go to all the functions. I just don't. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, I don't have, like, that personal connection with all the people here. But also, like, because when I first got here, um, I was really into going to all the events, going to all the parties, like, so I know people in the black community. And so individually, I love it. Like, they're great. Um, but sometimes, like, as a, literally a community, it can be very clicky, and I just don't really like to associate myself with that, but I hang out with people individually, but choose not to, like, go to the events. Plus, I really don't like partying in general, <laughs> so it's just not my cup of tea, and that's where usually that's, like, the meetups yeah. are. Devin, take it away. So. <laughs> yeah i don't mess with the black community here um <laughs> and it's no tea no shade no peek no money to the people who are of the black community here it's just that i grew up in white spaces and so to me i low-key feel comfort in white spaces and black can't space, relate black spaces have always made me very uncomfortable because i've always been bullied by black people i've always been called white by black people i've always been told that i'm trying to act too smart i'm trying to be against my community even when i was really trying to be in the community so I know people of Black Ohio through Jess or through my own many connections and classes. Um, and I've been to a couple Black sorority and fraternity parties, but I cannot stand them. I do not like the claustrophobia of Black parties. Um, <laughs> I've I'm, never been to like the white party, so I can't. I don't go to white parties. I go to small functions put on by my white friends. <laughs> and so I don't know what the white party atmosphere is either. And it's probably the same energy and I probably also wouldn't like it. Um, but... Yeah, I I mean, it probably would be a little bit more wild, like the young man that electrocuted himself. Yeah, well, that's a whole other R.I.P. Uh, but he's, he's okay. He's in the hospital. He's fine. But it's just a whole other he's situation. He's in critical, critical condition. <laughs> but he's, yeah, that's a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like this past weekend was BARB, which is the Black Alumni Reunion here on campus. And it happens every three years. And it was a lot of black people on campus. And people were shook because there's never been this many black people on campus ever. And everyone was like, come to all the bar events. Like, me, black alumni, get a job through black people. We have to come together. Black people, black people, black people. And I was like, I couldn't really care less. And I'm like, Aah! Yeah. And it's like, again, like, I, I don't know. I've been, yeah, I'm, maybe I'm a race hater or whatever. But I just, like, I like black people in general. I stand up for the black community. I am in white spaces being loud and proud. But in the same breath, I really don't mess with a lot of people in my community here because they just don't have the same interests as me. And they've always been like, I'm totally different than them. And that's okay. Like I like being totally different from the black community. I like being in the quote unquote white music and like, which is like alternative and like, I don't know, poppy stuff or whatever. I like doing game nights and not going out and drinking. I like, I don't know, just things that aren't associated with the black community here. And I'm okay with sticking in my circles. And so it's like, yeah, like, I don't claim Black Ohio because I've never been in Black Ohio things. I go to BSCPB events if it's a convenience. Like, I don't know. So what would you say to people that, so when, like, people hear that and they're like, okay, well, is that self-hatred? Do you hate being Black? You no, not at all. Like I said, I'm loud and proud in white spaces about being Black. I love being Black. We'll bring up Black stuff. We'll be like, LOL, because I'm Black. Ha, ha, ha. Uh -huh. Like, and I, I am a loud and proud Black person. I just, on campus, do not associate with the black community here. Same thing when I was in high school. I was a loud and loud black person, but I did not associate with some of the black kids on, camp on in my school because they also were against me. Like, it was, it's, it's a, it's like a battle of the bands here. Like, I don't yeah. know what to say. It's like, 
when I'm in white spaces, I don't say I don't mess with the black community most of the time because I know that is a bad connotation. Yeah, you like, can't say that. I don't say that. I say that around my other black friends. And then even a, we say you can't. Yeah, and say even they'd be like, no, but it's to me, it's, I'm in safety, so I can say it, it can be funny. But like, to around my people, my friends who are white, like I'm usually just like, oh yeah, like I mean I don't go to those events, like it's fine, like I just I yeah. just like make it very low key, but they also still know like oh no, as a black person, this is my experience, and like I like being black and being back and being proud and like love my curls, love my whatever, like I'm super black and that's on period, but I just do not mess with the black community here, and now this is I guess open wide on the podcast, but they should know I don't they don't see me nowhere, <laughs> so it is what it is. Devin, now you are gonna have people coming for your neck. Come for it. Hello. <laughs> my name's Evan Hebe. Like Y'all don't come for her. But I um yeah, so it's like I can <laughs> I can get where Devin's coming from, even though like sometimes I'll be like, Dev, like don't say that. Yeah. Like calm down. Like that's not what you mean. Like the way she Yeah, I'll legitimately be like, I don't mess with black community here, period. And I'd be like, Devin, you can't say that. Well, I'm like, that's not what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't mess with certain circles. You're correct. And so I'm just like you know, it's just a thing for me. Like every time I go to uh, the black events, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna see you out." I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> I." It's not my thing. Like yeah. I don't like it. I don't because like my sophomore year, I was going to these parties like all every weekend, like yeah. all the time, and I just hated it. Like yeah. I was only going for my roommates and for my friend group at the time, and at the time <laughs> and. Devin's face. It's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, and I just I hated it. Didn't have a good time. I didn't like the atmosphere. I didn't like I didn't like any of it. And mm-hmm. I can't compare it to like how white parties would be because I probably wouldn't like the atmosphere there either. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not like parties are a whole different situation. Like I really, honestly, do not like parties like that. I like small little functions, and I like we can make small a podcast little functions. About that. Yeah, like, that could be another po- uh, podcast about being at a party school and not partying. Like being of this world. It's being of this world. Period. Yeah. So, I think that's pretty much all of our trials and tribulations with being back at a PWI. Do you have another topic? Oh uh, yeah, we could touch on one thing a little bit. So, okay, especially since we were talking about the black community, okay. we can talk a, a little bit about colorism. Okay. <laughs> um, uh. So. Which we don't have to go super in depth, but yeah. I will say that I, if you do not know, which you probably know, you see me, um, <laughs> I'm dark skin, and I grew up dark skin. I have always been dark skin. Mm-hmm. I will always be dark skin. Uh-huh. Um, so I kind of have a different view sometimes mm-hmm. of just what in the black community what that can mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and from my experience, I have always like growing up in black spaces i have um, experienced it firsthand that my people have treated me slash almost really told me like because you know guys will be like i would never talk to a dark skin like i had a guy literally tell me like i can't talk to anybody darker than me and he was light-skinned the disrespect literally the disrespect (laughs) like and so like i always grew up like i'm ugly like because of my dark skin like i'm not cute like i you know like i don't have like the long flowing wavy hair that like these light-skinned girls will have and i think to me it it does affect you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. it affects you and you start to look at things differently but being here i don't see it as much of it as an issue yeah and i think it's because we're in small numbers right yeah i so i'm brown skin 
Um, in the summer, I'm dark skin, and the winter, I'm brown skin. I flow. I, I have been flow, but I'm in that middle to dark skin area. Um, and so I have never. I've experienced some like black girl. Like I don't talk. I don't talk to black girls. Are you you're the first black girl I've talked to, or you're pretty for a black girl? But I've never gotten it connotated with the shade of my right. skin. Whereas I'll get you're pretty for a dark, dark skin girl. girl. Yeah. So. Which I again, that's a privilege I have being li- a lighter on the spectrum of um, black people. Um, but yeah, I think because we're in small numbers, come all, come one, come all. Yeah, <laughs> like any shades, size, yeah. whatever. Because it's like of only a few of us we come together. Uh, well, not a few. There's legitimately groups of people on campus here that are like literally for them. Like, and so that's yeah, really sad and kind of- really upsetting, and I feel bad. Um, but. As of, yeah, because our black community is like three percent of campus, we kind of don't colorize, which is a really great thing about the black community. Yeah, I do that is good. That. That's good. I, it, honestly, honestly, if I tomorrow decided I wanted to be part of the black community again and really like dive in, it would be very welcoming. I'm not saying it's very, it's like it's it's clicky, but it's very welcoming because we all know how it is to be on campus here, correct? And it'd be without a lot more people of color or black people. Period. Um, it's just a matter of like how I want to spend my time and like I just don't want to associate and it's and it's again nothing the community is nice here they're welcoming like Jessica said they don't care about individually color. they don't care about size they don't right. care about what you do who you are your major things like that like it's 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 welcoming on the surface well it, individually the people like it's great the people are great yeah it's just like when people start coming together in one space like yeah people and start, certain functions they have yeah people start you know as people off. do people start like feeding off of each other yeah. and then you have this thing where the girls are trying to impress the guys yeah. the guys are trying to act too cool for school yeah. like then it is you just feel the atmosphere shift from like oh yes we're seeing each other and we're here and we're all coming together as to black literally people so literally show. yeah to literally uh i'm gonna show out mm, mm, mm. and it's like okay like again the energy starts good and on the surface it's all good but then it, once you get into the space and the space starts like you said congregating and getting too familiar but that's, that's when why, it starts branching off that's why i love impact impact plug impact plug and yeah. my people listening from impact amen thanks for listening thanks hope for sending us stuff in a group chat yeah and also i really do hope you guys like didn't like click out when we were like black community like yeah. no <laughs> yeah no no no. we are both leaders of impact which yes. is our african-american bible study here on campus um and it's one of a couple, but we are the one we're promoting, period. And uh, we have made it a space on campus for students who feel like they can't fully express their Christianity in white spaces because white spaces can be very intimidating when it comes to Christianity. It's very hands up. We worship in on the slow songs and yeah. like it's very, very aggressive uh, in, the, in their own way. Um, and so we try to make a black space for students to come together, congregate and learn the Bible, read the Bible. Uh, right now, we're doing a series on John, oh. uh, learning about Jesus's life while he was here, um, his uh, death and resurrection. Um, and then individually, we have women's groups and men's groups. Woo-hoo. And we just had our first women's group, and it was really fun. We yes. had a really good time. And the men's group is actually tonight, Thursday night. at. Um, it doesn't matter because they're not going to hear this today. True. <laughs> uh, but women meet Mondays at 8, uh, men meet Thursdays at 7. Yes. And uh, then all of us meet Thursdays at 7 on the third Thursday of the month yes. um and so 
It's yeah, great. It's really I love time. my girlies. We love our girls. Shout out to our girls, Impact girls. Um, <laughs> we also love everybody else who comes to Impact. So we also, don't really follow know. the Impact Instagram, Ohio U Impact. <laughs> it is ran by yours truly, and I have a really good time with it. So. Yes. Um, yes. So, yeah, follow us. Find out about stuff. We love on campus being the kind of black ambassadors of coming together christianity, christianity. <laughs> yeah. um which we could touch on real quick being black in these white spaces of christianity <laughs> girl we'll save that for religion <laughs> when we talk about religion yeah. but um so you want to just talk about our bible story yes uh so let me pull up where it actually is in the bible y'all i'm really excited about this bible story because i grew up listening to um this one and it was like on different you know uh, i feel like it's a very sunday like, school they always tell yeah it's a very sunday school they always tell the kids this story um so we're doing the good samaritan story which you can find uh luke 10 starting at verse 30 um so for context um people jesus is giving speeches um and somebody asks him about certain rules that he wants us to follow and as usual jesus tells a parable he loves, he loves a good parable <laughs> we love him for his good parables period <laughs> um so yeah so what if we just started also context so jews and samaritans who were considered gentiles i believe mm-hmm. they did not chill with each other they didn't click with each other they don't mess with nobody right they're like i'll mess with you you don't mess with me and we're gonna keep it pushing so this jewish man is minding his business and traveling and then bada boom bada bang these bandits come and just jump my mans they mess my mans up Uh, like he is he is been tooted and booted like (laughs) they said you duck if you buck like (laughs) like, they said you will come around you gonna post up like they mess homeboy up so he's on these streets just like dying shambles dying and so a few people come across his way so a priest comes by and he's like "Mm." he's like (laughs) um and then another man he's like the priest assistant or somebody else who's high up and he's like that's nasty <laughs> and he keeps on walking and then another man passes by and it's a samaritan and so the jewish man is like oh he definitely ain't it's an l like well, he kind of dead so he don't know well he does he, he's like going in and out of consciousness okay so but we said, can assume homeboy was like what's well, an l if he's a samaritan we really ain't about to and samaritan said oh oh no he's hot he's hot <laughs> let me help this young man <laughs> so he took him and he brought him to an inn, and he nursed him back to health. And he gave the inn money, and he said, let him stay as long as he needs. If you need more money, I will be back in a couple of days. Yeah. Like, And he set homeboy up good and straight. So this story just teaches us, okay, that regardless of somebody's race, ethnicity, nationality, which are different things. Yes. Cultures. You should love them for being a human being. And... You know, that's not being colorblind because we hate people that say colorblind. Yeah, you cannot be colorblind. Color's a thing. You see color, recognize I'm black and my blackness, but just treat me like you would treat any other human being. And just the same way that even though the Jews and the Samaritans were at odds, this Samaritan man just saw the Jewish man as a human. He saw him as somebody who needed help. And if we start treating other people like people, um, and like you said, acknowledge their color, but then let them be a person then we will be cool my eye period and it's like you know white people love you 
your people of color. People of color love the white people. Like, yeah. everybody just love each other. We are on this beautiful campus for a good time, not a long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's just get it together. Yeah, so let's always be nice to each other. Let's be considerate of each other's views. Let's listen first, then respond. Don't listen Don't listen with your response already ready. <laughs> Have empathy. Yes, that's huge. And, yeah, that's, that's yeah. all I got to say. Yeah. That's that on that. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so, again... Thank you for listening. This is Jess. This is Devin. We didn't introduce ourselves. Well, now they know. <laughs> okay. Well, this is Jess. This is Devin. And we were just talking about people acting totally, totally different. different. Peace.